Hello guys, welcome to the ARWP podcast, the all real wrestling podcast. I am your co-host Eric Novak and today we have a special guest. We have the Gravity Renegade, Lucas Riley. What's going on? What's up my man? I'm good, man. I'm good. We have some crazy questions for you. You know, we we follow your career for a while. We know what you've been up to. We know what your what your last matches were, and we just we want to hear your story. So, Sweet. Let's do it. Awesome. So let's start with the first question: Being how did wrestling come to be? When did you realize wrestling is what you want to do for the rest of your life? Um, you know, actually, for the longest time. I didn't want to be a wrestler. Um, I started watching wrestling, let's say, late 2007, maybe early 2008. Um, and it was like, it was just a cool thing, like, amongst my, uh, like, in my school. Like, everyone would watch it, and it was, it was big. But I always, like, I never wanted to become a wrestler just because I didn't want to get hurt. And then I just continued to watch it from there, from 2008 to today. And let's say around, like, 2014 is when I started to get into uh, independent wrestling, uh, more specifically PWG. Mm-hmm. And once I saw that and I saw, like, all, like, I saw Ricochet, The Young Bucks, uh, Kyle Riley, those guys really, like, made me want to, like, become a wrestler. Um, just the... Just everything about it. Like, I loved it. I was like, oh, I want to do this for sure. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's basically what started it for me. All right. All right. So let's go for the next question, which is basically your first match, your first in-ring uh, action. Uh, tell us the match, if you remember, and, you know, the feeling that you had. For sure, for sure. Um, so my first match was, Okay, so I actually have two first matches. Kind of sounds weird. But the official first match is against Alonzo Alvarez at Cantillo Bowl. Um, we were set to debut on uh, December 17th, 2016. Uh, we were both set to debut against each other. Um, however, the day before, I, I wrestled a, like a lucha show uh, against Drew Nelson. And then the next day was like my social debut. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy. Like I, I still remember it to this day. Like I remember walking out of my house, like, damn, okay, we're really gonna do this, and <laughs> it was it was crazy. Uh, my parents were there. It was just so like surreal. The the whole the whole moment. Like I remember it to this day, and yeah, it, it was. It was perfect. I, I loved it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You know, there's nothing w- weird in wrestling. You know, when, when people say, you know, it, it's weird or it's tricky, you know, wrestling has always been out of the ordinary. You never know what can happen yeah, in a wrestling no, ring. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just glad that, like, everything went to plan. Like, it was both mine and Alonzo's first match. So everything went to plan, thankfully. No one got hurt. And. I thought it was a great match. Uh, yeah, I, I had I didn't didn't have much complaints about it, and uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you telling me that. You know, that's awesome. I I I get how you felt. You know, as uh, it's very the story of your first match is always going to be probably the hardest story to tell because it's there's so much emotions riding in that. 
So let's exactly. So let's go, you know, further from your first match to, you know, the fact that you've already wrestled with amazing talented people like Tyler Bateman, RJ Santos, Jake Atlas. You know, you wrestled a lot of people. How does yeah. that work? You know, uh, any match of yours that like stick that is your favorite? Because you know, it out it has to be in the ring and it has to be out the ring. And you definitely made some con- connections with a lot of other wrestlers, I'm sure. Okay. Um. So just like my favorite match, like overall, basically, or my favorite opponent. Yeah, but you, either or you can do. Yeah. Um. Well, I've had a lot of like. I kind of had like a lot of matches with Jake Atlas, and but never a one on one, which makes me upset. That still needs to happen. Like I that I that needs to happen. Jake Atlas one on one. Uh, we have we've had a bunch of training matches, never a one on one. But Jake Atlas is someone that like always pushed me, and I feel whenever we were wrestling together, it was just magic. Like we would go into training and like just go, and it was always great. Like we've always done something special. Um, but my favorite match would probably like the first one that stands out is myself versus Andy Brown at uh, Santino Bros Up All Night. And that was that was a special one. Like, Andy Brown is one of the best in SoCal. Not, not even in SoCal, just overall. Like, he's amazing. Um, that is a match that I really, really enjoyed and I'm very proud of. Uh, I, and after, after that match, it was uh, a match also. Myself, Jake Atlas versus Alonzo and Andy Brown again. Like, that was another great match at uh, LWP. Mm-hmm. And this Andy Brown is just an amazing wrestler. And anytime I get to uh, step into the ring with them, it's, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. hear you. I hear you. Uh, can, we, can we find these matches on social media? Is it possible? Yeah. Uh, I, know, I know for sure uh, the match with myself and Andy Brown is on YouTube uh, up all night. I think mm-hmm. even if you just search up Lucas Riley versus Andy Brown, uh, Santino Bros, it's going to show up. Um, and I believe that Lucha match, the, the tag match, I believe it's on there too. I think I actually uploaded it. So, <laughs> yeah, if you just all right, well, that up. All right, it's cool. Uh, well, well, yeah, I appreciate it. I just, you know, for the fans, you know, if we're talking about the matches, it's cool for them to, you know, watch it. I'm pretty sure I know the match yeah, you're talking about. Was it, it may, I may, I might be wrong, but, you know, there's questions that are going to lead to this match. Is it during the tournament? Um, so that wasn't during a tournament, but it was, it was a, it was a few episodes before the tournament. Before the tournament. Mm. Yeah. That, and in that match, I, I mean, in that, uh, up on night episode, I also had two matches. So yeah, there's that. Another another match that I, I would like to pinpoint that I uh, that I didn't say is uh, is me Douglas James Eli Everfry and Matt Vandergrift Matt Vandergrift in a ladder match at Santino Bros at last. That was that was something crazy. Like I remember the match got announced as a ladder match and <laughs> I was like, oh wow, like 
I was I was nervous for that one. I'm not gonna lie. I was nervous for that one because you got Eli, you got Doug, you got Vanderbilt, and at the ladders, like I knew something like it was gonna be a car crash. Like everything was gonna happen, and that that one, like the nerves were there, and it was a big fight. Phil, the whole show, the whole show at last was a big fight. Phil, and going out there, like the adrenaline was you know kicked in. And it was, it was amazing. Like, it was one of my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that's very interesting. Again, thank you so much for, for giving me that insight. Because I'm going to, after this, after this interview, I'm about to go watch that match. I always like to find yeah. wrestling. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, the most interesting thing. You are 21 years of age, right? That's how old you are currently? Yeah. I just think 21, uh, March 4th. Yeah, my birthday is in March 14th, so we're both Pisces, which is which is pretty cool. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but um, the the question is, you know, it's the point where you verse older, bigger guys. How does that feel come to be? Because you're very, you know, when you go in the ring, I can see a lot of confidence. But they, but I want to know if that's yeah. the same way, you know, out of the ring as well, like in the backstage room when you're about to prepare for the yeah. matches. Of course. Um. Well, when. When I first started at Centino Bros, I was 16 years old. Um, I just turned 16, so I was always, I was always surrounded with like guys that are much bigger than me and much older than me. Um, so going into training, like it was just something that I had to like adapt to. Uh, thankfully, Alonzo was also there, which is he's also my age. So there was that. But for the most part, I was always wrestling guys much bigger than me. Um, so at training, that really uh, prepared me for what was to come for, like, the actual live shows. And once, like, I, I, I was able to hang, like, with the, you know, guys much bigger than me and older than me, that definitely prepared me for, uh, for what was to come. Uh, backstage, um, again, everyone's very welcoming. Like, there's really nothing, uh, like, age is, <laughs> age is just a number, I guess you could say. Um, and... Yeah, like, everyone's really cool, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just try. I've heard many, you know, many stories about the fact that, you know, in the wrestling, it doesn't matter how old you are, it matters, you know, if you can have the right chemistry with the person. Like, if you can understand what the moves are, and if you can understand the plan, it doesn't matter by your age. No one's exactly. going to look at you at that point. Exactly. But it's, yeah. it's, it's the and mentality. I, it's the I, mental mentality, you know, like, you coming in to figuring out, you know, all right, this is... It's gonna be a little intense. You know, they're bigger than me. They're 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 definitely older than me. It's like there's definitely. Yeah. Uh... All right, all right. Uh, let's get to you know the one that I feel like you've got asked this a lot. If you ever had an interview, um, so you competed in amazing uh promotions. You competed in GCW Bar Wrestling. Have you comp- competed in FSW? I feel like you have. Yeah, I. I... I've com- I've competed at FSW maybe on two or three different occasions. Um, I know I had a match with it was myself, Jake Atlas, uh, me and Jake Atlas like in a tag team, I don't think, versus Chris Bay and uh, Nino Black, and yeah, that was in a tag match. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I I went back and I teamed with Ice Williams. And that was in a tag got, uh, tag team gauntlet match, and where we went on and we ended up facing the one percent. Uh, so there was that one, and then 
Uh, I believe those were the two times that I went to FSW. Um, other than that, it was it was uh, for like a, an impact tryout. Got it, because I did remember watching you and FSW, and I just completely, you know, missed my mind, because I, I was just, you know, looking back, I, I, this is all, like, I'm just trying to, like, remember everything, so it's, like, I knew you were in all these yeah. amazing promotions, but where where I was going to, because I completely got lopsided, where I was going to was, question you're getting asked a lot, it's probably, where do you see yourself in the next, you know, 10 years, what promotion would you want a contract in? When it comes um, to WWE, AEW, ROH, you know, New Japan, uh, even uh, NWA, and, you know, Impact, like you mentioned. Of course. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always going to say WWE, um, and I'm going to say that because that's the end goal. That's always been the end goal. Um, but I'm not, like, obviously I want to get there as quickly as possible. But then again, I'm also not in a rush. Uh, I'm here for the ride. If that goes to Japan, I, I, lo- I would love to go to Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, MLW. Anywhere I could go, I want to go. And I want the full pro wrestling, you know, the, the whole ride. So uh, if I get to, my, to the end goal of WWE in two years, one year, ten years, I'm here for the ride. And... Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to do this. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you did impact tryouts. How did, how did that yeah. feel? Because that was like the next step. That was basically... Yeah. So how did that feel? Yeah, no, no, no. That, that, was, that was really cool. I, I really loved that experience. Um, I got some valuable uh, information from Jimmy Jacobs. Um, I got critiqued by Jimmy Jacobs, which is awesome. And I got to see a lot of uh, talent. Uh, like, you know, for the impact tryout. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the tryout, I had a match with Jake Atlas. That was, I guess, the only one-on-one match, but no one really got to see that. And uh, we did really good, and Jake Atlas was actually able to uh, to wrestle for impact uh, after that match. He was chosen, so I'm really happy. I, I, I at least had, like, a small plug in that. Of course. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was it was really fun. It was, it was really cool experience uh, doing it uh, uh, also with my friends uh, there. So, really mm-hmm. cool experience for sure. Mm-hmm. I 100% believe in the next, I want to say, two years, based on how the independent scene is going, I definitely believe you'll have more, you know, tryout matches, more, you know. I, I don't want to, you know, sell you down, but it's like, you know, Chris Bay just signed to Impact, and people saw him in WWE yeah. on 205 as part of, the, you know, the dark of match. Course. like. You know, I definitely see in the next two years that uh, companies will look at you and be like, I want to put you on TV. And that's your big break. That's the start of your big break. And I definitely see you that yeah. happening for you. Yeah, hopefully, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Of course, of course. So, there's something that I've been, like, going... I've been trying to avoid because I went to wait, but, like, I, I just can't wait. You know, not so long ago, you competed in the Up All Night, in the Survivor Night tournament match. Tell me the experience of that event... Especially because it was, you know, your debut event, and you broke your leg after that match, right? It was the third match where you won the tournament. Yeah, so it was the third match that I had where I ended up winning the whole thing, and <laughs> that was that was actually a really really fun experience. I um I knew I knew at 
at episode 12 of Up All Night because we film Up All Night every every month, once every month. So, you know, 12 months in a year. So that was the one year anniversary of Up All Night. So I knew it was going to be something special. I knew it was going to be a tournament and I knew I wanted to be a part of that. Uh, so going into it, it was really, really cool. Like, it was, again, a big fight field. They had the, the, the trust up with the lights and and the streamers and everything. It was, it was really, really special. And to win it all, like, in, in front of, like, the Santino Bros, like, the family, it was, it was just awesome. Like, it, one of the, one of, if not the best, like, wrestling, like, experience uh, I've had. And uh, definitely very proud of that moment, uh, winning the Up All Night Tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. You know, I I watched it. I rewatched it recently again because you know it was just such a good show in general. The fact that the whole tournament was just on there from the first match to the last match, and you know everyone can find it. it's on YouTube. And yeah. watching all three of your matches, you know, it's a point where it's like you get tired, but you 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 still had the same flame going in and coming out, and even in the third match, that was against a pretty big guy. And you managed, yeah, yeah, and you managed to overcome that, and you managed to win. But I don't think many people knew that you injured yourself during that match, and you still fought through it. Yeah, so, so during the night, like I, I, I had my ribs worked a lot about <laughs> that, that that match, uh, but the injury that I'm still like you know uh, recovering from today. Uh, it didn't actually come from that, that uh, the third match. It actually came after. Mm-hmm. But um, th- throughout that night, I was uh, I was going through like a an injury, not as big as the one I'm going through right now. It was the the ribs, really. But um, yeah, I, still I was still able to fight through. Um, and uh, yeah, no, all those matches I had on up on night were really really fun and special in each like different way. But after that tournament, like, from the highest of highs, after that, I was sidelined with an ankle injury, which I'm going through right now. Mm -hmm. Well, we hope you have a, you know, speedy recovery, obviously. We want to see you back in the ring. You know, I remember, (laughs) it's fun, it's a really funny story, because I watch independent scene like, like a hawk. That's my favorite wrestling is in the, the independence thing because that's you know where the real true blood guts you know everything is there that's where the heart and soul really is not in you know, the company tv it, it's just a different aspect you know i i went to a lot of promotion events and then i went to in the independent events and i just saw a completely different uh scenery completely different visual you know perspective on it so i kind of like yeah well awoke from that so uh, i remember i'm sitting and, I, and i'm doing some kind of work and I get a text from my friend. You might know him. His name is Trevor. Trevor Brooks. I'm just giving him okay. a shout out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he, he texts me and he says, yo, 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 you have to watch this match. I'm like, man, I'm busy. No, he's like, no, no, no. You, you have to see this. He showed me the picture of you winning the tournament. He's like, man, man, you have to, you have to, you know, look at this guy. You, you have to see his work. You know, a couple hours later, I did that and I mentioned him. I'm like, Trevor, you, you're not wrong, man. This kid's insane. <laughs> I, I still remember. I just want to give him a shout out for that because he, he is a huge reason how I found you and was like just automatically the same way he was. Just oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Yeah. 
So the Up All Night tournament was uh, the Survive the Night tournament was like uh, the first body of work that you saw of mine. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, because uh, I'm very proud of that night. No, yeah, it, you should be. That that match was insane. Like I, I re-watched it recently with, with a whole bunch of wrestling, because I'm trying to influence a lot of, you know, wrestling fans who are just, you know, WWE fans. I want to open them up to, to the actual source of, you know, PWG and, and like you said, Ricochet, the Young Bucks, all that, you know, before WWE, yeah. you know, where you came from. Of course. And like I said, yeah. you you were a complete spark. You're high talent. You already have merch. And, you know, speaking of merch, you know, you have an awesome, you know, Gravity Lucas Riley shirt on the bottom. It's Renegade. Tell us how that happened. Tell us how, you know, the, the idea of the show is created. Of the of the gravity the gravity renegade moniker yeah or the or oh okay so basically I I've always had so I have this thing on my notes uh, on my phone and it's just ideas of either moves monikers um just anything wrestling related I have it in my notes uh to to, to try and I knew I wanted to to put out like some some form of merch because I was when when my merch finally like launched, I was getting some questions like, "Hey, are you guys, are you ever gonna have a T-shirt out? Are you ever gonna have this out, whatever?" And I was like, "Okay." So once I was gonna launch it, I was like, "Okay, I should probably launch maybe a, a moniker to go with that." And that was the Gravity Renegade. Um, the way that came about is I was listening to the song. Uh, uh, Renegade of Funk, I believe, uh, by, uh, what, what is it? Uh, it's, what is it, what is it? I, it's, I, I can't think of it right now, but the song is called Renegade the Funk. Mm-hmm. And, and I was listening to that, and I was like, what does even, like, Renegade even mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> I looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And I always, and I put that in the notes, Renegade. And I mixed, you know, my, uh, my style in the ring, uh, the, you know, aerial kind of style, I mm-hmm. guess, the high flying style. Mm-hmm. And that's how I put Gravity Renegade together. And, uh, yeah, that, that was basically it. That's yeah, awesome. That's, that's how I can yeah. That's awesome. But, you know, you have your own, you know, introduction, you know, that, that's, it's never been used before. Uh, okay. So let's get to gear. I, I, I'm really interested in how your gear got made, like the designs, the gold, the, the white, you know, like, do you design your own gear or, or is it like, you know, people who like help you make gear? So, uh, I, I the, like the logos and the design, like I, I, that's on me. I've, uh, got, <laughs> the, uh, what am I, what, what am I trying to say here? Um, how I came up with that design I actually came up with it playing WWE 2K. Like oh, well, I would man. always create my own. <laughs> I would always create my own character, my own uh, my own wrestler on on the video game WWE 2K. So <laughs> actually, that design is from the video game. I would always play as myself. Like even before I was a wrestler, I created like gear, and that's how my gear looked on my on my guy, mm-hmm. on uh, the character I would create. So that gear that I wore, like in the video games, I would I just made it in real life. Oh, um, that's, cr- that's as awesome. Far as, like, the, yeah. So 
and as far as like the colors go and like the different designs and stuff, uh, I always try to like find like the most unique designs possible to put on gear because I really want to, you know, stand out. Um, before I debuted, I, uh, Eli Everfly, he told me like, don't get like black gear, don't get generic gear because I was going to buy like gear from online that was already pre-made like from elucha.com that like you know it was already pre-made he was like no you have to get custom gear so i went to uh i don't know if you're familiar with los luchas of course Uh, they're an amazing tag team Mm -hmm. yeah so they they hooked me up with uh, their gear maker uh in los angeles and and i took to them what i wanted i showed them like the pictures of like of my video game character <laughs> and he made it like come to life. So that's awesome. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I play, you know, I started playing 2K from the 2K16, and then I still have a 19. I didn't buy 2K20, but I, I know exactly what you mean. One of my favorite things is community creation, just working with gear, you yeah. know. It's, that's awesome. So you basically had, you know, in our modern day, the Spider-Man kind of story where you basically drew your own designs for, you know, your own gear, which is pretty cool. Yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, I've, I've always... Uh, I've always drawn gear, like, oh, if I was a wrestler, I would be wearing this. But, like, like for the most part, it's always been, like, what you see, like, on me today. That's usually been, like, the look that I've always drawn out in my head. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, that's very, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Again, you know, it's, it's cool that you have a vision like that, you know. Some wrestlers do get their gear made from, like, what people tell them to do. So it's cool that you have your own take. When you put on your gear, you're like, I yeah. made this one of a kind. So let's talk. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, five wrestlers. I want to go with number five. I feel like it's a good number. Five wrestlers that really influenced you to being a wrestler or just, you know, any, like, experience or anything like that. Like, five yeah, wrestlers okay. that gave you the, huh. the chance to become a wrestler. Hmm. I don't know, okay. Let me, let me, I would, I'm just going to say from the top of my head, for sure, Roderick Strong, uh, someone that I always, you know, loved, like, watching on the independent scene, uh, someone that really made me want to become a wrestler, Roderick Strong. I gotta ask, I don't want to cut you off, I don't want to cut you off, but I gotta ask, because, you know, I'm a huge independent person, I have to know, was it PWG Roderick Strong, was it ROH Roderick Strong? What kind of Roderick Strong was it for you? For me, it was, it was PWG for sure. Got PWG. it. Got it. Yeah, Roderick Strong and PWG were golden. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, he was breaking so, bags. He was he was straight yeah, up breaking sure. bags. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, definitely Roderick Strong. Uh, Ricochet for sure. Um, was it also PWG in. Ricochet? Was it just the... PWG version? Yeah, or was it like New Japan? Yeah, for the most part, it was PWG. But uh, I would watch New Japan, like when he was in New Japan. Like, I would always watch uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't like full-time like New Japan like watcher. But for the big shows, I would definitely uh, make sure I'd watch. So yeah, just maybe say in general, like he was big influence. Mm-hmm. Um, Edge for sure. He's 
my favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, without a doubt, Edge. Um, just, again, like, favorite wrestler of all time. When I first started watching wrestling, the first, actually, wrestling show that I watched is when Edge cashed in the Money in the Bank on Undertaker. And I was like, damn, <laughs> this is this is dope. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely Edge. We have to throw Edge in there. Of course. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say John Cena. And John Cena is a big uh, influence uh, to me for uh, wrestling in general. And that's because of... Uh, he's actually the person that like really got me into wrestling. Because I was at a... Not only was it already like popular at school, but when I was little, I was at a, like a, at a car show with my dad. And they had a little booth of like wrestling figures. Mm-hmm. And... I'm a big wrestling figure kind of guy. You are. Uh, ever since that's, I was, that's really yeah, cool. Every, every since I was little. To this day. And that's really awesome. Yeah, I, I, I saw a John Cena figure, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, I want that. And I got it, and I was like the first like wrestling figure that I got. And I was like, this is my favorite wrestler, because that was just the only wrestler I knew at the time. And uh, the, last, the last one... Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with a with a two way tie. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Um, again, two like really big influences uh, on me. Um, you know, Rey Mysterio always came out with like incredible stuff. Like I even to this day, like I watch Rey Mysterio and I'm like, whoa, like, <laughs> this is legit. Like I I want to try this. Like. Like so much, like there's so much stuff that you could you could watch of Mysterio and he's still gonna pull something out new. And Eddie Guerrero, just like his, just how fluid he was in the ring, like he's one hundred percent one of the greatest of all time. It's not the greatest of all time. Like Eddie is just insanely smooth in the ring. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's awesome. That that's really cool because all those wrestlers you know, deserve to have a spot, you know, like, Edge was, you know, I, I feel like my favorite rivalries were with Edge involved, you know, Cena was obviously yeah. the, the mascot, and, and the, for WWE, just as much as Rey Mysterio was, and of course, you know, Eddie, you know, was always a legend, and will always be a legend to everyone's eyes, but, you know, the whole point was Ricochet and Strong, you know, that's all, you know, straight from, straight from, you know, the bottom of the barrel to, to, the, to the spotlight where they are now, which is really cool that you yeah, those exactly. guys that you followed. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, well, that is all our questions. Uh, tell people where they can find you on social media. So on social media, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at LucasRiley099 because LucasRiley99 is already taken. So <laughs> LucasRiley099. Um, that's both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Facebook, LucasRiley. Um, uh, yeah, you could, uh, shoot me a, a message there. I'll more than likely, uh, respond, uh, on YouTube, Lucas Riley. Go ahead and subscribe. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all the plugs I got. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to tonight's, uh, amazing interview. We'll see you guys next time. This is the ARWP podcast.